It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sick of trying to figure out what prop bets are likely to hit? Let us do the work for you. It's time for MMA Math. The UFC takes the octagon south of the border this weekend as the Ultimate Fighting Championship sets up shop in Arena Ciudad, Mexico, in Mexico City. There, Bantamweights will meet as Ajar Eubanks takes on former UFC title challenger Betch Cohea. After winning the first five fights of her MMA career, Betch Cohea took her talents to the UFC, where she rattled off three straight victories. Earning decision wins over Julie Kedzie and Jessamine Duke, it was Cohea's stoppage of Shayna Baszler that punched her ticket to a title bid against then-champion Ronda Rousey. Unfortunately for the Brazilian, that bout ended after just 34 seconds. This defeat marked the beginning of a stretch where she would go on to lose four of her next five bouts. Undeterred, the Pitbull returns to action this Saturday as she looks to get back into the win column. After a 2-2 start on her professional campaign, Sajari Eubanks broke out on Season 26 of The Ultimate Fighter, securing wins on the show over Maya Stevenson, Deanna Bennett, and Roxanne Monteferi. Despite a strong charge to the finals, Eubanks was unable to face Nico Montano after failing to make weight. Now, after two victories inside the UFC, Sarge has decided to move up a weight class, and Saturday night, she looks for the first win inside the UFC's 135-pound division. Coming up next, Dean Thomas breaks down this bantamweight bout between Brazil's Betch Cohea and Sajara Sarge Eubanks. This is Between Rounds Radio. If Matt Sarah beat George St. Pierre and Shoni Carter beat Matt Sarah, that means GSP gets knocked out by any spinning backfist, right? No, hold up, you're doing math wrong. It's time for MMA Math. Here's your host, the uncrowned greatest welterweight of all time. It's Dean Thomas on Between Rounds Radio. Since Betch Correa lost to Ronda Rousey, she's had some mixed results. But one thing that's been consistent in all of her fights is that she knows how to make it tough for any of her opponents. She doesn't necessarily have the most skill per se, but she definitely knows how to make her opponents fight her style of fighting. Now, she's relatively bottom heavy, which gives her a solid base and makes it difficult for girls to move her around. Now, prior to those decisive losses, one to Holly Holm and the other one to Irene Aldana, she had a draw with Marion Renault. She beat Jessica I in a split decision, but lost to Raquel Pennington in a split decision. That win and that loss was very close, which means that she likes to be in these firefights. She likes to be in these battles. Now, with Holm and Aldana, they were significantly taller, longer opponents, which didn't allow Betchko Head to really use her advantages, and that's the speed in her in her hands. She does have shorter arms, which actually works in her favor because she throws her arms pretty fast because they are shorter. So I think that's one of her stronger assets is that it's a solid base. She has short arms and she throws really fast. So when girls 
approach her or she walks him down, she's able to land on him. She's very accurate. So I think her keys to winning this fight is it she has to be as accurate as she has been in the past. So when she throws her punches, she has to be able to land with a high percentage. She's been she's done that. When you look at the fights with Jessica I and Raquel Pennington, that's as close to Sajara Eubanks as you're probably going to get. She made it ugly against them girls, but she was able to land on them. And her takedown defense held up against Raquel Pennington. She forced Raquel to shoot some bad shots, and she was able to keep from getting taken down. And she's going to need to be able to do that against Sajara Eubanks. She's got to avoid the takedown, try to make it as ugly as possible, and just use her weight and walk Sajara Eubanks down. Prior to Sajara Eubanks' MMA career, she was one of the best female American grapplers. She was a product of Lloyd Irvin, and we all know how good he is at creating uh, great grapplers. But since then, she has another team behind her. She's been doing, done a great job of grooming her for her MMA career. Now, even though she comes from a grappling background, her striking has shown great promise. She's got decent movement. She throws some solid punches. And she's also got a sneaky head kick. She knocked out Deanna Bennett with it. And she stunned Roxanne Matafari with it at UFC 230. But here's the keys to her winning this fight against Betch. Is that she can't forget that she's a grappler first. And that's what happens with a lot of grapplers. Is that they tend to start striking and fall in love with it. But you can't fall in love with, with that if you're a grappler first. She has to remember that she's a grappler first. Part of the problem why a lot of grapplers, once they start learning striking is that they never really focus on the transitions between the two. Now, I think that hopefully she can work on that a little bit. It'll make her. It'll make it easier for her to get shots off and get this fight to the ground, but she has to be able to transition well in between her striking and her grappling. So hopefully she's been working on it. I think that's going to work to her favor. Because she, she strikes well, she's good on the ground, but sometimes blending the two is an issue. Also, she can't get sucked into a brawl. She'll lose a brawl against... Betch Gohair. She can't get sucked into a brawl like she did against Aspen Ladd. And that's a an issue that a lot of fighters have is that they're having so much fun that they just like to be in that brawl because the crowd's behind them and they want to get that, that bonus, that fight of the night bonus. But at the end of the day, we're here to win. So I think if she, she has to avoid getting into a brawl with Betch Gohair. She's got great movement. I think she boxes better. I think she moves better. She has to try to keep it that way. One thing she can't do, she, she tends to back up a lot. Betch will put a lot of pressure on her if she keeps backing up. So, so he has to be able to stick and move. And then also, like I said earlier, mix in takedowns to make it unpredictable with her what her offensive attacks are going to be. MMA math. Math is hard. Yeah. Between Rounds Radio.